0: The following podcast is not affiliated with the developers who have created the games being reviewed. The reviews are solely the opinions of the hosts to be used to make an educated decision on what games to download and play.
1: gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, the number one free-to-play gaming podcast in the world. I'm Scott. My name is Jeff. And hey, I'm Mark. And welcome to episode number 105. Just to recap, we normally play a free-to-play game every other week and then we rate and review it, but we are going to a new format and the new format requires that we are going to be doing some indie games as well. And one of those games this week is an indie game. Mark, what did we play this week?
2: Yeah, this week we played... Fagante. It's developed by Nuke9, who you may know by other titles such as Nothing.
0: Yeah, uh, it's an indie game. This is their first game.
2: Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, it is an adventure yeah, sure. RPG slash roguelike. Uh, it was released on, in December, originally in December 2014. In know.
0: early access.
2: Yes, uh... It was released for the, uh, the PS4, uh, the Xbox One, the Switch, and PC and Mac. Okay, so you said it was developed by who again? Nuke
1: 9. Okay, so it's published, though, by Blitworks. I didn't say, well, I didn't
2: say published. I said developed by... I don't know if by. they...
1: Pu- I don't know. Well, I mean, that's who I, I, I got the Blitworks code on codes everything, from. But I think yeah, they might you got the like codes from the publisher. I'm
2: talking about the developer. Oh.
1: Okay, but we, I sh, it's it's important to name that the the publisher as
2: well because that's where we actually got the access to the game. Uh, you didn't you didn't tell me who you got the access from the game from, so I assumed it was well. Noob we Knight. got
0: it from the publisher, Mark.
2: Yeah, I, how dare I not ask that? The f- out of here, God! I gotta bleep that. We forget
0: where you were at. Calm yourself, friend. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, um, uh, so. Welcome to this new era of Budget Arcade. It's pretty much going to be very similar other than that. We're just running out of good free-to-play games to play. And to maintain my sanity, I've asked Scott if we can branch out a bit. And we've done so. And I, I, I'm so happy that our... Well, there are other games. But I'm happy that this game, Vagante, came across our radar. And we should say that uh, both Scott and Mark were provided codes for this game. I bought mine out of pocket years ago when it was in early access, so just know that as we review it. Um, but I don't think it'll sway anyone's opinion one way or the other.
2: Gameplay.
0: Now, uh, this is, like Mark said, it's a roguelike, but it's an action roguelike that's a side-scrolling platformer, so it kind of has a little in common with Spelunky, a ton in common with Brogue and Rogue and NetHack. And that's kind of everything. So I, I
1: felt a lot of, uh, uh, shattered pixel dungeon vibes on this game.
0: Well, that's because that game is based on brogue and NetHack, Right. So, yeah. Um, so the, I, I would sum this game up as being the action roguelike for people who like traditional roguelikes. Cause this thing is super hard. um, I don't know that I've ever beaten the second boss and I've had this game forever and played it a lot. But one of the things that also makes it similar to those classic roguelike games is the loot mechanics where you'll find a piece of armor and you don't want to put it on right away because there's a chance it's cursed. So you need to find scrolls and some of those scrolls will allow you to identify items. Then once you've identified it, you can safely put it on or you can just guess and throw something on. Uh, there's also colored potions that are not identified, and when you start a new round, they are re-randomized. Then you got to figure out which potions heal, which ones set you on fire, you know, which ones are magic mapping, and you got a platform.
1: Which ones take away stat abilities? Uh, which ones
0: add stats? Yeah, there's positive ones and negative ones. Again, just like broke. Uh, you can go back and listen to our Brogue episode in the back catalog. Uh, if you're looking for something more traditional, uh, that's my most recommended traditional roguelike game. But this really feels like that in the sense that when you go in and you press start, just know you will not win. You're not going to win until you've put in a ton of time to, to figure out patterns and stuff like that. So the, each level has a boss. Now, these bosses are actually optional because you can actually just go right by the boss and go in a door and head to the next level but what you'll be missing out on is a key that gives you access to more loot which will therefore help you strengthen your character and then after every level you also get a stat point that you can put into various categories like your sword your defense your casting uh different abilities uh that you'll rank up along the way. You'll have found weapons or casting like wands or archer bow things. That's what they use. uh, As you progress through the game. And that's kind of what this game appeals to me as is the no run feeling the same thing. And I think because of the vastness of the items and the randomizations of the stats, it keeps it fresh every time I start a new run.
2: I, I think one of the one of the things I I had trouble with in this game was the the difficulty right out of the gate, and you know that that threw me for a loop is because like there there is a tutorial, and it introduces you to the the most basic of the gameplay mechanics. However, it doesn't it it does not prepare you for what it's going to throw at you in, in the actual game. And like, I found myself doing multiple runs and I'm just like, Holy crap. I'm not getting anywhere. Uh, it takes, it does take a, a ton of time to, to master some of the, uh, the mechanics that you need for, uh, to progress, I guess, through, through the, the entirety of the level. Um, you, you know, uh, you have a, a jump mechanic where you can, you can hang on the ledge of, of certain, uh, certain, uh, level, not levels, but, uh, platforms, platforms, right. And, you know, you have to time your jump just right. And you have to hang on the, cl- uh, the ledge for, uh, for a time and then jump jump up and it's just the ga- the game i i felt the game didn't prepare me enough for how hard it was going to be um and even though i i knew going into it that it was going to be difficult uh it just i felt like the tutorial just kind of went over the gameplay mechanics and didn't didn't properly prepare the player for the difficulty level that would be required of of the game
1: yeah it is quite difficult um, you do start the game with three different classes you have a mage class a warrior class and a rogue class to start off with but as you play the game and you go through your runs and die you do earn experience points and the experience points unlock certain things. Like there's uh, two more classes that you can unlock. One is the wildling and the other one is the hound master. And then there's also like almost like buffs that you can unlock.
0: Well, I think they're like pass or histories. They're uh, essentially just different skill sets and stats that you can start with. I don't think anything are necessarily buffs as much as they are Different ways to play the same character.
1: No, there's definitely buffs. Like one of the ones that I unlocked was the—I um, uh, don't remember what it was called—but and essentially, after each level, there is a campfire that you can sit at, and it regenerates, uh, I believe, thirty health, if I remember it correctly. Yeah, but it's not, not health much. Health is hard
0: to come by in this game.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, there is a perk that you can unlock that it will give you an extra ten health at the campfire each time you get to a campfire. Um, as well as there is. So each set of levels has three sets. So there's a. Uh, the cave levels have three levels. Um, there's three different bosses in each one of those levels, and it's random which one will be in the level that you encounter. Um, then after the cave level, there's a forest level. There's three bosses and three levels in that one. So on and so forth. I believe there's a total of four or five areas, if I remember correctly. Um, But I haven't seen them. Yeah. Also in the areas, there's these fairies that you can rescue. And if you carry them to the exit, they will actually give you a five health boost at each of the campfires as well.
0: And again, Again, that's not that big of an upgrade. Like you're going to, by the time you finish the level, that 30 health is going to be like, oh, well, thanks for nothing. So how far how what was the farthest you guys got? At two, three, maybe? I mean
2: uh, I, I, the, I got to the second the second level. Now I've
0: never just straight up sprinted through levels. Like say so I'm skipping this boss. I've always tried to learn the bosses when I encounter them. And there's one of the plant bosses in the second world that just Vine Lord, yeah, he's terrible, and or is it the mushroom guy?
1: The mushroom guy is horrible. It's
0: like got these viney arms, something like yeah. Out of uh, you know the uh, little shop of horrors uh, movie draft house favorite podcast app. Um,
1: did you guys do that show
0: that movie?
1: Yeah, hey, catch up,
2: catch up. Well, it's not even out yet. We just recorded. No, but he ain't listened to like the past eight episodes. All right, he
0: he admittedly only listens to episodes for movies he's seen. It's fine. It's. eh. It's fine. And
1: I will I have seen that movie, and I will wa- listen to that you episode. Go.
0: And you can try to guess right now which one of us liked it and which one didn't.
1: Uh, obviously, Jeff liked it and there Mark you did go. not.
0: Okay. Spoilers. But check it out and find <laughs> out why Mark is wrong. Now, what we were talking about video game-wise... I think
1: he just hates Mc- Rick Moranis.
2: Ooh. You are not... Wow! Ooh. He's good, isn't he, folks? He is good! What? That's crazy. Were you... Did you,
0: like, sneak into the Discord channel where we were recording?
1: No. Oh, not at crazy. all. Gosh, he's
0: good. He's good, folks. Okay. I love um, Rick Moranis, I, just, I know way. how Mark thinks. No, no, I okay. love Rick Moranis. Let's, let's let the he's people great. decide. He's a good human being, <laughs> and he's more humble than Mark now. <laughs> okay, so back to what we were talking about. I don't even remember now. We were talking about how far you guys Vine got. Vine Lord. Yeah. Yeah, the Vine Lord. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I got I get to the, I I didn't get to the second level boss. Uh it, the game I I'm I am a big uh non-fan of the pixel art and I I did th- I knew that was coming. Yeah, no, I did think that the background art for this game was pretty good. Uh it was unique. It had a certain uh like a certain vibe to it. I got kind of a uh not even a not a Zelda vibe, but like this- fa- fantastical vibe to it, but like I couldn't focus on it long enough, and like it was so it was in the background, but the game is so difficult <laughs> that I was like i was I was like so dialed into trying to get to the next platform that i I had a hard time taking in everything that this game had to offer, and so uh, I feel like I missed out on a lot. Just because I was trying, I was I was trying really hard, and I'm I'm not a I'm not a fan of like the Souls games, and so I don't I don't like dying a lot. Um, I feel like my my time is being wasted when when I play a game like that, and I, I don't necessarily feel like my time was wasted in this game, but I feel like if I played it for longer, that I would have gotten to that point.
1: Where I well see, this is this is less souls like because even though like there are patterns to bosses, because everything's procedurally generated on the levels, you're never going to have the same boss fight, even though there's like you know patterns to the bosses. Like the baby dragon, you can avoid their fire his fireballs because he like shoots three at a time and just make sure you have cover and then jump out of cover and attack him. But you're not always going to have the same setup to be able to attack him the same way. So it's like I wouldn't say it's like souls like at all because of that fact. Like well, I yeah, think he's just
0: there's... drawing a comparison no, right. on the difficulty. No, right. The, and, the, yeah, the, yeah. the amount of the he's, amount of
2: death that happens in, you know, from your character. I just it, I think it's Mark's more of
0: an let's go on an adventure kind of thing. I like am. that's what he likes. 100%. He likes, hey, yeah, I get the sword, I'm the badass here. But in games like this and Dark Souls, the enemies are the badasses and you're the one who's just trying to make it.
2: Yeah, and, um and like in games like this from from a an indie developer, I can appreciate the uh the amount of of difficulty that a, a developer like uh Nuke9 puts into this is because they're trying to make something that's unique. And they're not they're not trying to pump out something that is you know, just paint by numbers. And so I I get that. And I try to appreciate that fact while playing it. It's just that, that these type of games are kind of a turnoff for me, you know, just right out the gate. So I gotta con- I gotta like go into this with like blinders on, and say, okay, you know, I I don't like I don't like this type of game, but let me let me dial in and 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 try to get through it. And It is just it's very difficult, and it re- it will require a lot of uh, a lot of time in in game to to progress, you know, farther than where we were at. I was able to get all the way
1: to the catacombs, um, but I was able to get there actually with my son, Brandon. And that's another thing. There's, there's couch co-op on this game, which is phenomenal. I don't know if either one of you got a chance to experience that with any of your uh, ha- people in your household. No, you I know. did not. Um, what about online? Did you ever try doing that? Oh,
0: hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well documented on this podcast, place. I'm not a multiplayer
2: guy. So. Yeah. True, It's true. like
0: multiplayer pixel art that marks <laughs> out. It's difficult. <laughs> this is. So, like-
1: anyways, the couch co-op is a phenomenal on this. You can have up to four players, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's um, correct. I played up to three players. Me and two of my sons were playing. It's, it is a great game to do couch co-op on
2: now what what about it made it so so enjoyable? I mean, other than the fact that you know one uh, one son
1: is stealing all the uh, loot from ah, everybody else classic <laughs> right <laughs> um, no, it was just it was a game that we could play together, and you know it just it flows really well it's really fun to play, and as long as everybody is on the same page on how to like get through the levels it, it plays very well and actually when one person dies, they can come back as a skeleton and continue to fight the battles. So would you Um, say the game
0: is easier in multiplayer? um,
1: No, I wouldn't say it's easier because of the fact that other people can take the loot, and the loot, loot is kind of sparse when there's two people or more playing. Yeah. So, no, I wouldn't say it's easier. I actually, I think I got further and better loot by myself most of the time. Um, except for like when it was me and Brandon, we got to a point where we we're like actually sharing loot and we were able to get pretty far. Um, but yeah.
0: So what you're saying is your other son is the thief.
1: Um, no, he would like initiate battles, not realizing it. Oh, he okay. would accidentally <laughs> quote unquote air quotes, accidentally hit the uh, shopkeeper. By the oh, way, that's a terrible okay. idea. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you could, you could fight the shopkeeper? Oh, yeah, and he's ridiculously hard. And the problem is if you kill the shopkeeper and then steal anything out of the shop, every shopkeeper you encounter after that will attack you. Huh.
0: Yeah, and that's like straight out of Spelunky, uh, where the, the, the shopkeeper's like the most dangerous thing, but it is valuable to steal from them, mostly because the items are so expensive, and I feel like the amount of gold you get per level is so minuscule in this game. That It kind yeah. of makes it hard to save up for any sort of purchases because uh, one of the things you and can always do the is best, look in the, the shop. Best. Yeah, the,
1: store it, always, the first store always has the best stuff too. That's the worst.
0: Yeah, and you have no money. And, but one, one of the good things is that it, those um, potions in there are already identified. So you can kind of use that as a way to know what potions correspond with what colors
1: yeah that was actually another perk you could start as like the shopkeeper's son and you had i think it was discounts in the stores and you started the game with 25 gold extra Mm. save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90% lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, but... So speaking of that progression, I do need to mention this.
0: Oh, God. Prepare your buttholes. Mm.
1: Yes. Um, After... And this is on Xbox. I don't know if it occurs on PlayStation or the Steam store. But after I hit level, I think, 23 in progression, which unlocked a... Uh, hold on, I, I want to pull up what the uh, item was that it unlocked. I don't remember offhand. Bear with me. Uh, when you unlock the cursed adherent, the game crashes on Xbox, and is unplayable. You can't even get past the start screen. You start it up, and it crashes multiple times. And this is a known issue. Um, Apparently, the developer has not been able to fix it. They haven't even been able to track it. Honestly, I don't think before I told them where it started crashing, they even knew where to even start at.
0: So what you're saying is you broke the game.
1: I broke the game. No, actually, the game was broken beforehand. I just... I think I might have been able to figure out what is breaking the game. But again, I don't know if this happens on PlayStation and Steam as well, but it is definitely an Xbox
2: issue for sure. I mean, I played on the PS5 and didn't have any issues, so.
0: Well, yeah, and but you I, also didn't I, get it as far guess as I did. That you wouldn't have a problem on PC, mostly because PC tends to get updates right away. And it's been out longer, so I imagine that People running into issues on Xbox, when did the game drop on Xbox? I mean, it's a couple weeks old, right, or something?
2: I'm not sure. Mark, what's it look like? Sure. A couple weeks. 100%, I'm positive of it. But yeah, on the Xbox,
1: uh, if you go under the reviews, there's actually people complaining about it crashing and them not being able to play it. Most of the reviews say it's a great game, but I can't play it anymore because it keeps crashing.
0: Right. And that sucks for, especially for an indie developer, you know.
2: It was released on the Xbox on twenty uh, January twenty seventh, twenty twenty
1: two. Okay, so two months. Yeah. Sorry about your look. Yeah, that's fine. It's and see, I know that it's that like what I said is the issue because on both my other sons' profiles, we can play the game just fine because neither one of them has progressed to the level that I was at. Well,
0: humble. Humble brag. Yeah. You're better than a
1: couple of kids. Get good, son. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. Because actually Brandon was playing most of the time on my profile. Oh, okay. So I wasn't the only one playing and progressing it. Like It was probably shared time between the both of us, like 50-50 around. Maybe him playing a little bit more.
0: But yeah. Uh, Teddy's gotten to the point where he just destroys me in Smash. I never win anymore. You should get him on Vigante with you no thanks that sounds like a nightmare (laughs) not because Gante is a bad game but the fact that my my kid is the kind that would kill the shopkeeper for a laugh so (laughs) nice all
1: right so we're gonna have to do this differently i guess because there's not really a paywall as far as like like micro transactions
0: yeah so 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 i believe this game is. yeah what's the price I believe. All right, I'll pull up Steam real quick. The price is fourteen ninety nine, which is what I thought, and I believe that's accurate on Steam. And I do, I do know hey, you well. can get this game a lot uh, cheaper on Steam. Like right now, it's even on sale on Steam as of this recording for the next two days. So by the time this comes out, never mind. But anyway, yeah, it's fourteen ninety nine. The amount of time you get out of it do you feel like that's a good price?
1: Oh, most definitely. Especially if you're into the roguelike scene, this game is phenomenal for that.
0: Yeah. And I think the same thing, like if, if it hooks you, like if you like that difficulty, you like having to learn and, and play over and over again until you actually get it down pat, then you're going to spend an enormous amount of time playing this game. Um, You know, like the just scrolling through reviews on Steam, a lot of these are like 60 hours, 70 hours, 120 hours. So if it hooks you, that replayability is there to add to that value of $15 or less if you find it on sale. So um, I, I like any games that are priced at the 20 or under range. And I'm not saying that there aren't games that are worth more or less, but that's right in my wheelhouse for me to take a shot at something, you know?
2: So do you, do you say that you, or would you say that you, this could be a shot in the dark game or you have to be, in order to get the value out of the game, you have to know what you're getting into.
0: Oh yeah. You, this is definitely a know what you're getting into because there are other roguelike games where you can just get lucky and get the right items at the right time and just be overpowered. This isn't that game. Like Uh, Hades maybe? Uh,
2: well, Hades uh, is a complete different game than this, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, but I mean, like as Hades far as is roguelites a are rogue-lite concerned, where
0: you start over, but you keep all this meta progression and all that stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. This true. is more of a you die, you start over, and there are other games that I think are more accessible in that subgenre of roguelike, where like a Binding of Isaac or a Enter the Gungeon, where the game's a little bit more forgiving. The action is a, is a lot more fun, and not to say that this game isn't fun, but the action of this game is kind of Souls-like in that you're timing your attacks is everything. This is not a button masher. And so if you're hoping that you get this and it's just going to be these extreme power-ups and you're going to be able to get a crazy build together, you're probably not going to like it. But if you are of maybe more the dark soul scene uh you you like classic roguelikes like brogue i think then it would be something that would interest you because it feels closer to that than it does an actual action roguelike to me but no this is this is not a shot in the dark you you want to know what you're getting into before you you buy this one because i think there's a lot of people who will get it and hit that first couple bosses and just throw the controller across the room and be done. What? So you got to know going in that that's what you're in for.
2: You know, I watched the trailer that was on the PS store for it and the PS, uh, the trailer that was there did not represent like what this game was at all. And so I could see somebody, you know, going, Oh, hey, I like, you know, I like platformers and, you know forking over $15 for this game and then getting into it and going oh sh Snikes. i don't know what to do with myself because uh, i'm dying all the time and so like and that's not you know that's not this developer's fault maybe i don't know uh that could be the publisher's fault but you know the the trailer for this game on the ps store was uh, not not misleading but was very action-like well it just it it sold it as more of a action uh platformer than 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 anything else
0: it is an action platformer but a roguelike and it's i we can't understate the difficulty here yeah i think this game is going to be hard for even seasoned veterans i've played you know a thousand hours of spelunky one about 600 hours of spelunky 2 and uh, this game is harder than those. And those are hard games.
1: I did forget to mention, there is a progression in levels as you're playing the game. So generally, after you, if you can defeat a boss and you, you head on to the next level, you get experience points. And you're able to level stats. Um, like... So, as a warrior, there's like, you know, you got your base stats, your vitality, your strength, your agility, all those, but there's also like ability stats that you can have level up as well. And so, like, the warrior has like these holy attacks and would charge up your weapon to where you could actually shoot an extra weapon after you've hit an enemy, which was kind of pretty cool. And each, each, um, character has different stats that you can level up to make like the gameplay a little bit easier as you progress judgment well then at the end of each episode we decide whether the game deserves our seal or not requires a two-third vote to be approved did we or talk denied about Mark replay- what do you say did we
2: talk about replayability
1: um, we kind of talked about it when we did the paywall I'm just going to lump those in together uh, okay. we're going to call it value value, yeah, value. I, hey uh, Jeff can uh, Abby record that for me
0: I can ask <laughs>
2: All right, that all weekend, cool. that's all we can do. Uh, no, uh so the uh I, I it does not get my seal just simply because you have to you have to want to go into this game knowing that knowing what this game is and realizing that you are not going to master this game in just a couple of hours of playing it. It's going to take time. And uh as a as a, as a platformer, I feel like that's uh, you know if this if that's what this game wants to be, then cool. Uh, I'm fine with it. It's not the game for me. Uh, it's just that it's uh, a bit misleading from uh, its advertisement as a game, and uh, being that it was so difficult right off, right out of the gate, uh, it just it's not very approachable, and so being that it's not approachable and the advertisements for it weren't, uh, didn't, didn't really sell the whole game, uh, it's not going to get my skill. All right, Jeff, how about you?
0: Uh, I think there are people who would find this to be the best roguelike they've ever played. And those people are few and far between because I think... There are plenty of games that find a good middle ground between difficulty and accessibility that this game is lacking. Um, if this game is for you, great. But I think 90% of people, 95% of people, 98% of people are going to not enjoy playing Vagante because of the difficulty. And... uh that's why I can't recommend it, but I think if the mechanics are all there from a roguelike perspective, and if you can get over the difficulty, I think you've got a great game, but most people aren't going to be willing to put in the time, and I'm someone who plays games like this a lot, it's like my favorite genre, and I haven't been able to put in the time to get over the difficulty hump. So that's a no from you? That's a no for me dog <laughs> all right well
1: I, I absolutely love this game i like the difficulty on it it's right in my wheelhouse it, honestly i found this like even though it's uh, as difficult as, as it is i found it easier to play than say like enter the gungeon
0: mm, really
1: yes like okay. i for some reason i can't grasp the way Enter the gungeon plays because I guess it's the, the top-down twin stick shooter type oh. of stuff. I it doesn't like
0: Enter a gun. I, I know you've that game.
1: I know you love that game, <laughs> and you know my son Brandon loved that game too. I think he's my a son smart Brandon. Kid. Well, he did. I think he did went further than you and like got more stuff unlocked in that uh, game than you did. No, no, There's you got no it, way. like okay. Unless I mean, he's, he's
0: finished it a hundred percent and he's got the finished gun unlocked. i think he does oh you better ask him Uh, i will ask
2: Jeff will not be outshined by a child
0: no i don't mind if he figured if he hundred (laughs) percented that game kudos like if he finished the aminomicon
2: but produce the certificate all right
0: i need a screenshot of the finished (laughs) gun which is really hard to unlock which i i've got a thousand hours in that game and i haven't unlocked it but i've i've beaten all the bosses and but if but if your child blocks. has done it,
2: then good for him. Jeff is on board.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I doubt it.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. Even though this one is more difficult, I found it an easier time grasping like what it was. Like this, this feels so much like the action uh, version of Shattered Pixel Dungeons that it was yeah. like right in my wheelhouse, and you know I've beaten that quite a few times.
0: Yeah. And I think that's and, the perfect way to 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 describe it, is this is the action version of Shatter Pixel Dungeon. Yeah. And so
1: I, I, f- I feel like I'm going to get to the point where I'll probably beat this 100%. Uh, I haven't gotten there yet. I only made it to the catacombs, and we fought this thing called the Abomination and just got completely destroyed by it. I mean, my son, Brandon. But... As soon as they get this, the Xbox version fixed, I will definitely be continuing to play it. Um, however, I can't recommend it on Xbox right now in its current state because right. you're not going to be able to play the game past level 23. And if you're, you know, if you're playing nightly, you know, for 30 minutes at a time, you're going to get there pretty quickly. Maybe like you know, couple weeks, you'll actually get there. And then you're not going to be able to play the game. And so it's not worth the 14.99 if it's going to be broken when you get to that point.
0: Right. Totally true.
1: However, if they get it fixed, then yes, 100%, I do give it my seal. Um, and I can't wait to dive back into it once they get that part of the game fixed.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, all of the uh, criticisms and the reasons people, the three of us, like it or dislike it are totally fair. And that's the if you can if that difficulty jives with you, uh, you're in for a game that has an astronomical amount of replayability, especially because of the you got the handful of different characters, but then you get all those different starting, I don't know what you want to call them classes. They have a name for them, but I can't remember what it is. That goes along with that.
1: Yeah, and there's quite a bit to unlock too. So yeah, there's ton of replayability on that fact. Unfortunately, because there's two no's and only one yes, this is not budget arcade approved.
0: Barely, though.
1: Yeah, barely. Um, it is, however, approved by both of my sons, Brandon and Sam. Oh, both well, give it outvoted. their thumbs Three up. Three to two. There you go. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so it is approved. Yay! No, it's uh, but yeah, they they really enjoyed it. Like Brandon was putting in a lot of time on it, and like it, it was on a nightly basis. He's like, "Hey, can we play Vigante? Hey, Dad, can we play Vigante? Like." almost every night yeah like almost to the point where i was like no not tonight i gotta yeah that's a game you have to be in the mood for i don't feel like
0: so like my son's right now is dad you want to play smash just over and over and normally i'm fine with it but he's gotten way too good so
1: that's why he wants to continue to play it with you yeah he wants to he wants to destroy you Um so the next game that we are going to be
0: playing is another indie game Woo-hoo. and it is Ocean's Heart. Now this one is uh created and developed by friend of the pod Max Mraz, from the Gaming Nexus show the podcast. Uh and did you say he's joined in us?
1: Yeah, he's going to be on the episode with us. There you go. So we're going to be So able we're going to have a ask Yeah, we're going to have a little directly. Uh, yep. <laughs> Be able to go, hey, man, this is cool. This is what we think. And then he's going to be, like, crying because Mark hates it.
2: Listen, I'm not going to hold back because the dude's <laughs> on the podcast. But, I mean, listen,
0: what are we doing
2: here? Oh, our son's God. liked it so it gets our seal of the rule. Get the hell out of here, man. Oh, We're look a review podcast. That was a joke, himself. Mark.
0: Gosh. Yeah, he, he's like this now. I don't know what to do about it.
1: What did you do to him, Jeff?
0: I, so I thought Little Shop of Horrors was a good movie, and it put me in a good mood, but, you know. Spoiler Rick Moranis is not good in it.
2: Take that, uh, Rick Moranis stands. You little shop of horrors people, you, you Honey, I Shrunk the Kids fans. Rick Moranis is not good in Little Shop of Horrors. Let's go, all right? Let's have that discussion all those spoilers all right jeff take
1: us away
0: oh yeah uh so check us out on twitter and instagram at budget arcade don't forget to check out facebook.com slash budget arcade as well as budgetarcade.com where we update things on occasion uh what else do we have uh we got you twitch.tv. Can join our... i'm not done we got twitch.tv and tiktok is at budget arcade podcast now you may want
1: If you want to help support the show, you can do so so on Mm -hmm. our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash budgetarcade. You can also support us by purchasing one of our uh, T-shirts, and the show notes has the link for that. If you do support us on Patreon, you will get access to our official Patreon channel in our Discord, and you can join our Discord from the show notes as well. Our music is provided by Stimage, and you can download his music at metroidmetal.com. And game on!